this is Haley Nauman, and you're listening to the Maybe Baby Podcast. podcast. It's me, your host, here with absolutely scattered thoughts about aging. I've been putting off this podcast, to be frank, because I realized that the prompt I set myself up with, which is to like talk a little bit more about how my 30s have been more dynamic and confusing than cultural scripts indicated they would be, was feeling a little bit like I was just going to be reinforcing this idea that like your 30s are some particular thing, which is exactly the idea that I'm trying to dispel with. Um, So I guess I'm sort of hesitant to say that whatever I'm experiencing, whether it's dynamic or confusing or whatever, necessarily has to correspond to my age. I think that like this idea that as we go through life, we will feel certain things at certain ages is true to an extent, but like grossly overemphasized. And I think it sort of sets us up in our mind that we're like following these particular steps when in fact, I think life is more cyclical. I said this in my newsletter on Sunday, we settle, we unsettle. I feel this in my relationship. I feel this in my career. I feel this with my friends. I feel this with like my life decisions, my sense of self. And that cycle, that pattern is sort of what keeps me engaged with my life and it's how I change and it's how I grow and it's how I feel lost and then find myself again over and over and over again and that to me is what it feels like to be alive longer rather than this sort of build towards a particular final settling point. This narrative around our 30s which is that like in your 20s, you like sh- you're throwing shit at the wall. You're taking risks. You're fucking up, and so, so you can figure out who you are. And then in your 30s, you sort of like know who you are, and you get to finally like build on that. And you know, there's maybe some truth to that. It's hard to argue with at a certain point. Like perception is reality, right? But it really reminds me of this sort of like TED talky entrepreneur speech about how like success happens. Remember the graph, you know, they'll be like, here's how we think it looks. And it's like arrow on the bottom left pointing towards the top right straight line. And they're like, here's how it actually looks. Curly Q, circular line going all over the place. But guess where it still ends up? Top right. (laughs) So there's still this idea that, you know, all your failures will bend towards success. And I think that particularly in America, that's the culture I can speak to, we tend to think of aging in the same way. You know, your 20s are like the loop-de-loops and the cur- the curves, um, but there's still like, you're still at the top of the graph at the end, you know? And I'm just not sure that that's how I want to think about my life, which is like accelerating however messily towards like a final state, because I don't think that's what life is. Again, though, I mean, I'm young. Hopefully my ideas about life will continue to evolve, which is the entire point. And this is why I was a little bit just like hesitant about this whole topic because I'm like, my desire to talk about this is almost in tension with the point that I want to make, which is that I don't think we need to assume that a particular age brings about a particular feeling. If anything, the ways that that's the most true are sort of self-perpetuating because like 
we're all told what it's like to be 30 and therefore we measure ourselves against that and then we react in some of the same ways where you're like you know you all respond to that pressure and therefore you all feel the same way and it it, it, it like reinforces cultural scripts about how you feel at certain ages <laughs> it's like this sort of like endlessly reinforcing idea last night i was watching the show blown away <laughs> there's so much to critique about this show i'm not even sure it's like worthy of critique what I love about it is watching people blow glass. It's really fun and cool. But this show is trying so hard with particular cultural narratives. But most importantly, I was thinking last night about the format of the show because I was watching the finale. And if you're unfamiliar, this is just like, I don't know, like 10 people who are glass blowers compete to be like best in glass. And I was watching the finale. These two final people, they have eight hours to create like a tour de force, like a completely immersive art exhibit that like fully represents who they are and like tells an interesting story and is like well executed and blah, blah, blah. And of course, everybody, they're like freaking out because they only have eight hours. And this is like a full exhibit, right? This is like something you would spend months on as an artist <laughs> and like conceiving of and like trying different things and figuring out what worked. And, and they only have eight hours. And I was just thinking about how typical this is of like all competition shows the time constraint and I understand that constraints that a time constraint can make makes it really fun to watch but it's interesting that rarely do these shows acknowledge that like what they're really measuring is who is fastest <laughs> like it's very possible that somebody who was kicked out earlier in the season with more time would be an incredible artist who like blew away the judges. A lot of these shows, they're measuring speed, which speed is interesting. Like I think it takes a lot of talent to make things quickly, but it's not, it's just one particular skill or measure. It's not even the most interesting in my opinion. And I think that like, this is a very, this is a very like American mindset, obviously. I think we have this idea of like, who can get there fastest. And I think part of that, if we go back to the graph, is like, if you can get to the top right of that graph fast, then like, you won. <laughs> but if we think of life as more cyclical, then getting to a high point doesn't really mean as much. It's great to get to a high point, but you understand that you will get to a low point again, and like, you will come back, and that is the process of being alive. There is less reward for being somewhere early. It's just part of life. I've mentioned this so many times before, but, um, you know, I think about this with like career success as well. Like having early success does not promise continued success. And I think because we see life in the same ways we see like business or like success is like cumulative, like you're building towards a state, a final state, it naturally leads us to glorify speed and getting places early. But in my experience, there's no high from which you don't naturally fall back down. That's just not how life works. There's like equal and opposite forces. Um, you can't sustain a high state of emotion. Your problems, your relationship with challenges will continue to rebalance, like no matter how many you meet and face. <laughs> and I think that's what makes life interesting. I love continuing to learn new things about myself and I expect that I will change and some things I'm learning about myself now won't be true in a few years. And like that cycle 
is interesting. It's what keeps me engaged and, and curious. And I'm not rushing towards a final form. There are certain aspects of my 30s that have felt they like they do fall in line with cultural scripts. I think especially when I'm like responding to culture, you know, one thing that I think has been really dynamic about my 30s that maybe other people might relate to just because we're all responding to the same stimuli is the fact that like I'm starting to separate from youth culture. That is really like an interesting experience. That is something that I do feel like I'm connecting with some of my peers who are the same age as me about. It is it is an interesting tension to feel like old to younger people, young to older people, and feeling myself separate from a place in society that was all I had known. That is illuminating. That's definitely precipitated a certain reassessment of self. That's been an interesting part of my 30s that I think might map to other people's experiences with it. And I use the word dynamic because it is dynamic. Like it it doesn't feel like a severing that's like clear and obvious. I feel pulled in both directions. I feel myself pulled between the idea that it's silly and small-minded to say that like I can't keep having fun and going out dancing and things like that. And then I feel myself pulled into this other direction, which like that I'm sort of chasing something that's a little bit over. (laughs) And I'm only using going out as like an example because that's so like literal and obvious. But I think that's like, that is an interesting part, I think of, of my 30s that I didn't totally anticipate. I think I assumed that like one day I would just not be interested anymore in certain aspects of my life but really it's kind of a transition period I feel like I'm transitioning but at the same time I don't really think that it's going to lead me towards a static state this transition and I do think that that's that's an area of like the aging conversation that I think does map across probably different people and that I don't really see talked about that much I guess I just one of the reasons that inspired me to talk about this topic or write about it was that I'm sort of tired of hearing people talk about like how settled they are in their 30s. I just kind of don't believe them. (laughs) I don't think that they're lying. I just think that, I just think that they're not taking everything into account. Like I do feel, I certainly feel so much more settled about certain things, you know, like a lot of the pursuits that I used to be interested in or care a lot about feel more hollow to me now, which I think has been really refreshing and understanding myself in a way that feels more centered within my own perspective versus like constantly trying to grasp at at understanding myself through other people's perspectives, things like that. I get that. I do feel that. It's been really nice. I mean, there are other things about myself that just feel less stubborn. And there are aspects of my life that I used to dread more that I now enjoy, like cooking or cleaning. (laughs) I, I like those things. I like those parts of getting older, but I just don't know if it feels right to me to assume that those things bring me to this kind of ultimate state of calmness that I will enjoy for the rest of my life. Instead, I just, those things aren't concerning me anymore. And now I have new things to think about, new challenges, new parts of myself that I don't know that feel scary and exciting. And I guess what I'm saying is talking about our ages is useful only to an extent in relating to other people our age who are going through, who are experiencing some of the same transitions in relation to mainstream culture, for instance, it can be useful. But we also need to recognize that by constantly talking about that, we end up reinforcing this idea that each age necessitates a certain feeling. And really, we just sort of created that myth. And now it stresses everyone out. <laughs> if we're act- If it were actually true that 
everybody sort of settled into themselves in their 30s. Like no one would get divorced. No one would change careers. Nobody would have mental health troubles. Nobody would keep trying to understand themselves and understand others. Like we wouldn't all be fighting all the time. Like it's just so obvious to me that we're not all racing towards a sort of final state that's settled and calm. And, you know, maybe that itself is a cliche point, but it just felt worth saying. Similar to the idea of do-nothing farming, which I've talked about before, and you can Google if you're not sure what that is, I think that by continuing to be alive, we're sort of tending to a garden that is cyclical and sometimes thriving and sometimes dying and just needs us to like pay attention to it rather than trying to attack it with every solution until it's constantly growing as much as possible with the aid of like chemicals and outside interventions that like aren't natural to the land (laughs) okay i basically explained do nothing farming but i think that that's a nice metaphor for thinking about life itself we're not barreling towards a final form we are just cycling through the many versions of ourselves in our lives so i'll leave you with that these aren't really like the most groundbreaking thoughts and questions but i find them to be like a nice reminder given how often we're inundated with the kind of more traditional narrative about getting older So hopefully something here was useful. If you have any thoughts, feel free to weigh in in the comments. Always curious to hear what you think. And I hope you have a nice rest of your week. I'll see you on Friday. Thanks for listening. Bye.